What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. So you know what time it is, and it's now officially that time on three platforms. It is officially that time on Comedy Schools Radio Network.com, where you can listen, just listen. But man, sometimes listen is the best part. Uh, you can view us on YouTube with the Comedy Schools channel, and of course here on Facebook Live. And what time is it? It's time for Living on a Thin Line with Tony Visick. I happen to be Tony Visick, and I am with you. Uh, I'm always trying to get the shot exactly right so that you can see clearly on uh, YouTube and on Facebook. Um, we get comments on Facebook. I mean, we get comments on YouTube. Uh, after the show, uh, we often get comments like, people comment on things like, uh, great video, meet sexy girls now. So uh, we get a lot of those uh, kind of comments. Uh, hot girls at 3 minutes and 30 seconds. I don't even know. What that means, but uh, we get those. We get other ones as well. But it's just nice to know. Nice to know, even though I'm a happily married man, that so many hot girls are interested in my uh, show. So, uh, like I said, this is living on a pin line. This is your daily diversion. All the weirdness, anger, anxiety, and hoopla in the world today. Uh, shows built on three things: uh, questions and comments from you, the audience, as you um, make them here on Facebook Live or on. Uh, via the two platforms. Uh, I show you some trinket or oddity or uh, paraphernalia or autograph that I have laying around here in the home office and we talk about it a little bit. And I recommend two uh, artists or pieces of music based on my vast vinyl album collection. Got some offbeat ones today. Um, every once in a while I'm afraid of making mistakes grammatically of uh, dropping a G when I talk. I know that I'm not a great public speaker of uh, mangling a sentence. Um, but, you know, I am a, primarily a comedian and uh, a comedy coach uh, and a podcaster, if I'm anything. I'm those things as far as my profession. Uh, and I don't have millions of followers. I, I would like that, I suppose. Uh, but I don't. Donald Trump Jr. does have millions of followers. Uh, a lot of it has to do with his dad. But, and his dad. But he's putting out a new book, and I don't even remember the title of it right now, but uh, he's revealed the cover today on his Twitter account quite proudly, quite proudly, with a grammatical error. Like full print grammatical error and apostrophe in the wrong place. It was, uh, it needed to be moved over one. He was one letter off. And some people say it's because he doesn't know how to read or write or spell, but I go, if any, if he was doing anything, he would be off. Matter of fact, if he was a musician, he would be one beat off. So, uh, the guy is just a beat off. There was a beat off. It was a long way for a beat off skill. So, uh, anyway, um, uh, it's like uh, 100 degrees here and cloudy. If you want to know what's going on in Arizona, it's over 100 and it's cloudy with clouds. It's over 100 degrees. Uh, I went outside today for the first time, and uh, I'm starting to feel like one of those Japanese guys in a cave. You know, so uh, where the world was 1947, you still think the war is going on. Although in this case, of course, the situation is um, becoming worse in uh, Arizona. Uh, in California, too, I just got word from a friend of mine, uh, my old buddy Kevin O'Day in California. They have uh, shut down the reopening. And now all restaurants are back to no indoor dining, uh, takeout only because of the spikes they're having in the virus. I don't know what uh, 
uh, Goofy Doozy, or Governor, Governor Goofy Doozy. He's a doozy. Doozy Doozy. That would be it. Governor Doozy Doozy. He just told another doozy. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, Betsy DeVos wants the schools to open without a plan for problems. Um, you know what I'm starting to feel like? I'm starting to feel like the way that our government, some of our governments, uh, the state of Arizona, the state of Florida, other states like them, and the national government under Trump is treating us the way Stalin treated Russian soldiers. So Stalin had as much, if not more, to do with the defeat of Nazi Germany in World War II as we did. You know, Germany invaded, they were the virus, and the way he propelled the virus by just throwing bodies at him. More of our people are willing to die. And something like 20 or 40 million Russians, half a million American soldiers died in World War II, and something like 20 or 40 or some, some ungodly number Russians died during World War II, and they just kept throwing bodies and throwing bodies until they pushed Germany all the way back. And I'm starting to feel like that's the approach. It's a Stalinistic approach. Let's just throw bodies at it until the only people left are the ones that uh, are immune, uh, surprisingly, are, are under 15. Under Trump's current plan, it may be possible that he'll lose the election because there won't be enough people, it's mostly older voters that vote for him, and there won't be any left. Hello, Lauren Mulder. So I don't know what's going to happen in Arizona, but I know in California they have now uh, ended indoor dining, and they've pulled back on a lot of things again. Although I don't know who's going inside a restaurant right now. Isn't it a problem right now? Like, you know, last night we did a, uh, a great show. We did our uh, Tony Visnick Presents Sunday Night Funnier on Zoom. So it's a stand-up comedy show, just like you see the club only on Zoom. Uh, very funny comics, Travis Minor, Abhinav Goyle, uh, Paul Whitney, and John Ibrahim, uh, Ibrahim, I'm sorry, uh, all did a great job last night. And there are live comedy shows going on in uh, the greater Phoenix area right now. The problem is with those shows, let's be honest, it's in the back of your mind, I've had a great time, am I going to die? You go to a comedy club right now, or you go to a music event right now, or you go to a restaurant right now, and you go, that was great food, am I going to die? That was a great band, am I going to die? And we got to, we got we have to, we have to deal with this virus in such a way that when anyone in America decides they want to go out and eat or see a show, Okay, go to the beach. If they can do it without it being in the back of their head that they might catch a virus and die. Yeah, the only the only thing you should be worried about when you go to the beach is am I going to get eaten by a shark? That's the only thing. Until we can get back to shark eating as the primary concern in the public's mind when they go to the beach, we've got to be very strict with this lockdown, <coughs> in my estimation. Uh, my wife said today she went to uh, the store to pick up some stuff and. Uh, there was hardly one in the store, and two aisles over, she heard a guy call. And that's where we're at right now, and you know it. You go to the store, you go to the store, and there's someone down at the other end of the aisle not wearing a mask, yelling at their kids, and then they call for sneeze, you go, fuck it, I don't need to eat. And you go home. And I'll tell you this, on a kind of a sad note, you know, uh, to me, uh, I was at uh, the local grocery store the other night, 
we're doing pretty good with stocking up. And, you know, it's better that way. You know, you save more money. You know, uh, you're smarter, you're wiser, your things last longer. Uh, you plan a little better. We got good with our planning and our stocking. But it was time to go and get some things that we needed to get. Okay? And the only people I saw not wearing masks were sneering white people. And not all white people, but just enough white people walking around that I ain't wearing the goddamn mask. Someone, someone, try, someone come and try and make me wear a mask. People put them in mask. Those are the only people I saw at the grocery store on uh, Saturday night, that's when we went, not wearing masks. Everybody else was wearing them, except the, the people that, you know, you know who they are. So, um, you stay safe, you do the right thing, we're going to do the right thing, and we're all going to get through this together, wherever we go, whatever we do, we're going to do it together. Okay, enough of that. Let's get to the stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Oh! Real quick, okay, uh, a little commercial. Uh, tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We're doing a free intro to our stand-up comedy workshop. Now, you might be sitting there going, I have no interest in being a stand-up comic. But I do, on occasion, have to speak to groups of people. Maybe you got a wedding coming up that you'll eventually get to go to, or you have to go to on Zoom, and you got to make the toast. Maybe you're an insurance salesman. you got to go out and talk folks into uh, uh, buying your insurance product over another insurance product. Maybe you're a lawyer. Okay? Maybe you're a doctor and you've got to have a bedside manner, although it's really office manner now. So I don't really have your bedside unless you're in the hospital. Uh, but you have to speak to anyone at any time other than your wife, your husband, your kids, your dog, your cat. We can be a benefit to you. Uh, we can be a benefit Lauren Molliver, who is uh, an attorney who I uh, respect greatly, says, take the class. It's great for public speaking and general interpersonal communication. Thank you, Lauren, for saying that. So here's what I'm offering. Tomorrow night at 6 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, uh, and right now we're actually Pacific Time, so like we're two hours ahead of St. Louis, three hours, I mean, uh, you know, behind. We're two hours behind St. Louis, three hours behind New York. Uh... One hour behind uh, Utah. Uh, same time in California, Washington, Oregon. Uh, what we're offering is absolutely free for one hour, our free intro class. So you can see if something like this will be of interest to you. Does it cost you dimes? Does it cost you penny? You don't have to turn on your camera. You don't have to turn on your sound. You can just turn it on go to Zoom. In order to register, go to ComedySchools.com. The link and the meeting codes are all there. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. You know what else is a lot of fun? This right here. Look at that. Now, like I said before, I don't collect bobbleheads, but here we happen to have a new one, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it's odd. I'm wearing an Arizona Diamondbacks hat, and this is an Arizona Diamondback. Here, let me show it to our fans on YouTube. There we go, YouTubers. There we go. Pretty good bobblehead. He doesn't really wobble as good as I want. They didn't put the work in the wobble here because they got a lamb. So this is like a cool bobblehead. Because it's not just a traditional guy standing there with a cartoon body with a, wob uh, a bobblehead. This is um, Jake Lamb, and he's a, he's a baseball player, or was a baseball player for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, this was given out on Arizona Sports Night, ArizonaSports.com, which is uh, 98.7 FM here in Arizona. It was their night, and it was a bobblehead night. And here's the bobblehead right here, Jake Lamb, number 22. Uh... He's wearing the workout clothes, the shorts, and uh, just a regular shirt, not a jersey, and he's petting the lamb, 
Because his name's Jake Lamb, get it? That was so inventive on their part. But as far as bobbleheads go, pretty damn neat. Except the head doesn't really wobble a lot. But I like the extra thing. I like the lamb. That makes it different. I'd like to point out this time I do not collect bobbleheads. I've never collected bobbleheads. Uh, I will not be called a bobblehead collector. Uh, not by you. Not by anyone. Uh, we like that bobblehead. So that goes in the bobblehead area, I would say, in the bobblehead collection, but we do not collect. Okay, uh, we also, uh, you know what we like to do right now? Uh, Paul Navarra is uh, watching Alyssa from New York City. Paul Navarra, who uh, recently did, um, was it Streetcar Named Desire, Paul, that you guys did a reading of or something? I was very jazzed to see that, that my good friend Paul Navarra um, who uh, I knew way back from my bartending days in Western Hollywood, uh, back in the early 80s, uh, at Jay Sloan's Saloon on Melrose Avenue, um, is actually in New York and actually doing at least reading of a, a great Tennessee Williams classic. Or what, no, or was it Iceman Comet? Was it Eugene O'Neill? Which one, Paul? You can tell us. Uh, Tina Mike Lawson says, good thing his last name wasn't Dick. Jake Lamb, Jake Dick, and then because what you're saying is he'd be holding a penis. Um, penis! By the way, don't any of you get a, a pandemic penis? You single guys out there, don't get pandemic penis. You know what that means? You get so much free time in your hands that you're uh, diddling around with your dong for a while and all of a sudden um, you just eat it half to death. It's Tony! <laughs> I'm doing a public service here, trying to help people. There's ancillary, ancillary, how do you say that word? Ancillary, ancillary, ancillary behaviors that are leading to negative consequences due to the pandemonium pandemic. I Pandem doubt that anyone was thinking of that. No, but if you take the word P from pandemic and then you think what goes with that, you're trying to create some alliteration. What better alliteration is there than pandemic penis? Our penis pandemic. And by the way, since we said penis, it's scientific. It is science. Okay, let's get to the music. We're going to recommend two pieces of music here. The one's going to stun you that I recommend this, especially if you're of a certain age. Um, it's actually good music in, a, in its way. Here it is. It is uh, the Ray Conniff Singer. The Ray Conniff Singer. Now, when I was a kid, I hated the Ray Conniff Singer. Okay, what it is, is there are a bunch of singers who kind of sing more in a uh, tenor. Um, or no, they sing more in a soprano. Uh, it's got a high, uh, the, the female voice is strong. Okay, and uh, they sing a lot of very soporific songs. This was elevator music before there was elevator music. On this album, they uh, massacre Autumn Leaves, just like Walking in the Rain, I Fall in Love Too Easily, My Heart's Just Dancing on the Ceiling, Dancing in the Dark. By the way, both of those were songs way before Lionel Richie or Bruce Springsteen uh, wrote their songs with those uh, names on them. Chances are, the great Johnny Mathis uh, tune, along with It's Not For Me To Say, another great Johnny Mathis uh, tune. Uh, whatever will be, will be. Que sera, que sera. The Doris Day song, True Love. Wish I didn't love you so and be witch. So, what the Ray Conniff singers did 
We generally took hit songs by other people and did them uh, not as well. That's what I always, and they always had these sort of covers, like there's a girl, she's just smiling, like, I'm so happy, I'm so happy. So it's music to fall asleep by, um, I think they played Ray Conniff, uh in the federal penitentiary when they were executing someone, just so the person being executed go, let's, let's hurry it along. Huh? Actually, some of it's not bad. I mean, the good voice is technically very proficient. Um, it's a type of music and a type of way of singing and playing music that is totally gone. Probably for the best, but you'll be the judge. Uh, it's really well done, just not done as well as the uh, artist who had the original hit with it. But they put out a lot of albums, and Ray Conniff did a lot of other stuff too. Um, and there's uh, all kinds of Ray Conniff uh, albums. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen! Thirteen Ray Conniff albums listed just on the back of this one. Uh, including Memories Are Made of This, Somebody Loves Me. Uh, awful, Ray Conniff's Awful Nights. That was it, what it was. Man, one of the titles of one of his albums is Ray Conniff's Awful Nights. And it's true, it was nice. And if you were 12 or 13 or 14 and you went over to your grandma's house and they put on the radio station playing Ray Conniff, you thought you were going to go apeshit crazy. You thought, how could that exist in a world where there's so much other great music? Here's a weird thing you never think about. This is put out by Columbia Records. Columbia Records. And right around, and just to show you how it really works, is people find ways to divide themselves. Oh, we're Northerners, we're Southerners. Oh, we listen to rock. Oh, we listen to gangster rap. Uh, we listen to Bob Dylan. We listen to classic rock. It's the same record companies. The record companies don't care. Columbia Records, when they put this out, at the same time, was putting out some of Bob Dylan's greatest albums of all time. At the same time that Columbia Records was recording and promoting and distributing Ray Conniff, they were recording and promoting and distributing Bob Dylan. A lot of times they had uh, a Bob Dylan and a Ray Conniff, but they have the same uh, promotional company. What I tell people, if you sometimes you go to a party in Hollywood and you're going, ah, I hate country music and I love rap, you go to a party and there's the eight, and they're all, it's, it's an agency party, and there's the country artist and there's the gangster rap artist because they got the same goddamn agent or the same team behind them. So keep that in mind. The world just wants to sell you stuff. Don't let, don't let what you buy define you. Let your actions define you. Like if I was to take this Ray Conniff album right now and break it over my head. There would be, I'd be defining myself as doing something. No, I'm actually going to listen to it later on because uh, I'm mad at myself. Um, this next album, so are we recommending Ray Conniff? Uh, Columbia artists would make appearances on CBS shows like Ed Sullivan. Yeah, uh, funny how that works. That was it. You know, back when we were kids, when I was a kid, they had shows like the Ed Sullivan show. There were variety shows where you might have the Ray Conniff singers and the Rolling Stones on the same damn show. Yes, because it was all the same company. Right, Joe? Absolutely. Matter of fact, back in those days, uh, like the Johnny Carson show could not promote, uh, he was on NBC, The Tonight Show, could not promote a show on CBS. He had someone on his show, on The Tonight Show, who had a show running on CBS or ABC. They couldn't talk about it. And after a while, they could mention the show. And your show's running on, as we say here, a 
another network. They would not mention the other network. After a while, I think finally Johnny was sitting in a meeting with executives and went, you want to keep me? Said, yes, Johnny, yes. Said, Good, you know, then stop this stupid shit. And if someone's on CBS, I'm going to mention CBS. I got them on the show because I like them. After a while, Johnny Carson mostly had people. He did have you on once because of the bookers. He did have you on twice because he liked you. He did have you on three or four times because that's how he talked to his friends. Okay. The uh, next album, and I don't know what record company this is. Trying to uh, hold on before I show you the artist. Let's see what record company. Uh, that's weird. It's on Enterprise. This was a game changer album. Isaac Hayes, Hot Buttered Soul. Hot Buttered Soul brought a style of music to the masses that was totally unique. Isaac Hayes helped create a lot of what later on became disco. And what disco was, was taking what was being done by Parliament and George Clinton and Isaac Hayes and just making it a little worse. They just made it a little worse. But if you listen to something like Shaft by uh, Isaac Hayes, uh, then you hear the first of what became that disco scratch guitar. With a, a little wah pedal on it. Uh, he was the first one to bring it to us here. He does some incredible interpretations, jazzy, bluesy, pre-disco, creating disco. Uh, especially good is his version of Walk On By. And stunningly good, an 18 minute and 40 second version of uh, the great Jimmy Webb song made a hit by Glenn Campbell by the time they get to Phoenix. If you want to listen to something that was great and unique, and the kind of music could be lived up to, so they kind of lived it down, listen to Isaac Hayes. Hot Buttered Soul, listen to his version of Walk On By by the time I get to Phoenix, and you will love it. Uh, okay, I think we're going to wrap it up for today. I think I said what I, uh, what I feel like saying. I think uh, I, I want to thank all of you for watching. I want to thank all of you for looking. I want to thank all of you for talking to me through the... Um, uh, Joe Gannon said, but Car Garson did, could have RCA artists. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, we can explore that one, Joe, sometimes. About the uh, way... Uh, uh, media and television has changed. It's changed dramatically, but that sort of uh, uh, what they didn't really reveal to us, but that sort of um, uh, promoting some artists and not promoting other artists, and not, I, us not realizing that it was totally a business decision instead of an artistic decision, need to be uh, discussed a little more. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. Uh, with more music and more trinkets and more thoughts. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Remember, tomorrow night at 6 p.m., free intro. Go to ComedySchools.com to get the link. I'm going away now. But only for 24 hours. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.